0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number 87, What Should Our Priorities Be? Now, many of you have been listening to these podcast episodes through a podcast app, right? But, I don't know if you realize, just recently, I now I'm going live on my Facebook page, the Unity Consulting Facebook page. I'm going live while I'm recording the podcast. So if you like videos, that might be a preference. Or You can always check out unity consultings YouTube channel as well. I'm taking the same video posting it out on YouTube you know, So whatever your preference is, I'm just trying to make sure we connect with everybody So if you do check me out on Facebook and you come on live with me, please tell me who you are Tell me that you're on live with me because it's almost like we can have like a live interaction It's so much more fun than just talking to a computer <laughs> Okay, episode 87, that's what we're on today and we're talking about what What should our priorities be so have you ever considered or even thought about creating a list of everything you should do in the day i had a thought one time that it might be fun to create this list and just kind of see everything we should do during the day okay so i attempted this one time i started a list it included um you know personal hygiene type of things like brush and floss your teeth At least maybe twice a day (laughs) Uh, get up by a certain time or go to bed at a certain time depending on your schedule you know take a shower every day right I mean some of this is like duh but but I wanted to write it down I wanted to see it all in place okay so so you think about those personal hygiene types of necessities and then there's the things that like if you're a parent especially of younger children there's parent things that need to be done. I mean, if you're a parent in general, or if you have a spouse in general, there's meal prepping or meal um, making, right? I mean, breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. There's there's even maybe meal prepping for your lunches tomorrow, like prep in the evenings so that it's easy to grab on your way out the door in the morning. Mornings are crazy. Let's make our mornings a little less stressful by doing things in the evenings, right? Uh, but then there's also like emptying the backpacks from the kids. I remember one summer, We were getting ready to send them back to school, and I grabbed their backpacks, and they were still full from last year. (laughs) Like, I never emptied their backpack after the last day of school. (laughs) I mean, really, empty the backpack every night is such a necessity. Uh, And then, of course, practice spelling words every night. Well, at least that used to be the case when my kids were in school, but I hear there might not be spelling words anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever that is, <laughs> uh, but in the, just read with the kids every night whether whether I'm reading to them or they're reading to me I mean these were all things that were so necessary on a daily basis, so these items got added to my list. Well, I got to admit I think I filled one page and I wasn't done with this daily list, this daily requirement um but I was overwhelmed i was I was uh kind of stressing out a little bit. So I quit, <laughs> I quit making the list. I I totally, you know, I originally I thought, gosh, if I had this list, I could add it to my calendar so that I don't forget anything every day and, and I just have my system that I follow. I never finished the list, I never added any of the tasks to my calendar. You know, even though <laughs> I've never really spelled out every requirement that I should follow during my day. I've, I've still gotten things done, and I've still had priorities in different stages of my life. And, and, and those priorities, they've been met. You know, when my kids were young, breakfast was important. It was a priority in their day. However, I did not feed them breakfast when they were younger. I delegated that to my daycare provider (laughs) that was a priority to delegate so that our busy hectic crazy morning didn't have something else added to it okay so so that was that was kind of priority shifting right I remember when when the kids graduated from elementary school and they were taking the uh, middle school bus to school the bus picked them up at 6 45 in the morning I mean, that's really early. But what that did is it allowed me to get to work at seven o'clock. So we still all got up early. We all did our things early. We we got out the door at the same time. And after they got on the bus, I went on to work. Well, since I was arriving at work pretty much an hour earlier than usual, I would work seven to five Monday through Thursday. And that allowed me to have a half a day off on Fridays. So I wasn't able to be home every day after school. That was not the priority. But I was able to create Friday fun afternoons. I I remember one summer we toured Dubuque. That was our summer vacation. Every Friday afternoon we would do something else in Dubuque. We checked out the Shot Tower and Julian Dubuque's grave and the Field of Dreams and Eagle Point Park and you know, all of these things that we were able to do because I had off Friday afternoons and that was that was the priority of that summer. So then, then the kids reached high school. Holy cow, talk about messing with priorities. Everybody has a different activity at every time of the day and it was absolutely crazy. But one thing that we really created early on were two times in our day that were mandatory family meetings. One was in the morning, 6 a.m. We called it prayer time. We have, a, we have stairs in our house, and at the top of the landing is where we'd always meet. Now, granted, I can't say the kids' alarms really got them up and out into the prayer time. I think it was more mom and dad's alarms coming in to, to get them. <laughs> but it started to become a thing where they didn't want to be late for prayer time. They didn't want to miss it. And they'd come out with their blankets and, and their sleepy eyes and their, their, uh, you know, in their pajamas. And, and sometimes they probably slept through prayer time, but they were there. And that was so critically important. It was more than just prayer time. It was also our time to figure out the schedule of the day. I mean, seriously, we had two cars and we had three or more drivers and we had everybody who had needed to be every place at different times of the day. This was our time to get really creative with our scheduling throughout the day. I remember, I remember one summer, I would drop off Jordan at swim practice at 6.30 in the morning with his bicycle and and he was like junior, he was high school, uh, so after practice he would ride his bike to my work, and he'd wait for my morning break, and then we'd load up the bicycle in the in the convertible with the top down, right? Hopefully it doesn't rain on these days, and then I would quickly drive him to the top of the hill, which was about two miles from our house. So I would drop him off at the top of the hill, and he'd ride home, and I'd make it back to work in time for my break. My break was just getting over, right? That was that was creative. And that was crazy. That was hectic. But we you know what, we figured it out. We figured out, you know, the priority was that the kids were involved in their sports or their activities. Uh, We didn't, we didn't want them to go without and sit at home bored all summer long. So we figured it out. You know, the other time of day that was mandatory family time was dinner time. And okay, so dinner time wasn't always at the same time every night with practices and everything or work schedules. We, we, we had to, we had to shift Uh, and that was, that was okay. But during this, during this time of our life, my other son, Jacob, (laughs) he decided it was time to learn how to cook. So being a swimmer, he was always famished, whether it was swim season or not, he was always hungry. And if mom works till five o'clock, that means we're not She's not getting home till at least 5.15. We're not going to eat till 6 o'clock or after. Yeah, that is unacceptable to a hungry stomach. So Jake quickly realized that the menu, the weekly menu, was on the side of the fridge. So he, one day he called me. He's like, hey, Mom, how can I make tater tot casserole? He saw that. It's on the menu for tonight. I was, I was shocked, but I'm like, um, actually, it's quite easy. Here's what you need to do. And he took it on himself to at least get dinner started, at least get it going. I mean, he got so good at spaghetti and tater tot casserole and shepherd's pie and hamburger helper. He got so good that it was ready when we got home a little after five o'clock. You know, I, I loved it because he, he learned my system, he consulted my list. I, I got actually really good at adding items to the list during the week that I knew he could make because it was a blessing to, to me too, right? I was hungry too. You know. But he realized that he can learn how to create these meals, which has, has really helped him in adulthood as well. But he could get what he wanted, maybe without a little uh, after-school fun time, and that was fine because he, he was able to eat sooner. That's a win-win. I love that. I love that. You know, now my kids live independently, so my priorities have changed again. Cause they can. Now, my goodness, before eight thirty in the morning, I've got my exercise in. I've got my breakfast. I've got my reading time in. All the things, you know, all these years, all the things that I would have loved to put as a hot priority, I'm now able to. It feels so good. It feels so wonderful. So, so you know what? Moving my body and prepping food the The importance has shown itself through in my life so so it's truly become a priority in my day and and through the years have I really done everything that I should do no no that list that I started to make did I do everything every day <laughs> no way <laughs> because it was overwhelming right but I still got the most important things done every day so how did we do that right how do we how do we define our priorities how do we figure that out. Is it is it really by doing what we should do? Well, John Maxwell teaches that when we consider our priorities, we need to consider 3 Rs. The 3 Rs are required, return, and reward. Okay, so let let's talk about required. You know what's what's required of me? When you consider those priorities that you have what is really required of me? You know, when the kids were little, it was required of me to feed them and care for them. It was required of me for their safety and their health to be with them during bath time. I wasn't going to just say, hey, two year old, go take a bath, or here, plop you in the bathtub, I'm out of here. That no it wasn't happening. I needed to be there. I needed to help them. I needed to teach them, right? That was required of me when they were at that age. But when they got into, you know, later elementary school and junior high, I wasn't going to be in the bathroom with them during bath time but i was my priority changed i did become the reminder system (laughs) i was the one who really encouraged this good daily habit right i was checking off the list when they got it done or i was on their case if they did not get it done for the day so what was required of me definitely changed in in life in situation okay so so return you know, when, when assessing your priorities, what's the return that you're gonna receive? What, what, what do I need to do that gives me my greatest return? Wow. So, my son Jacob quickly learned, what can I master? What can I learn that gives me the biggest return? Well, he learned that he can learn how to cook. He learned that he can give up a little bit of his after-school fun time for the sake of eating dinner sooner. He learned that he can learn to cook, and he'll forever use it. That was giving him the greatest return. And then the greatest reward. What is most rewarding? When you pick your priorities, what's most rewarding? Yeah, for Jake, it was eating dinner sooner, right? Well, I've also learned that for me, I I have fewer headaches and backaches when I keep my body moving. Just, Just about a week and a half ago. I wasn't able to get my steps in during the day like I usually get, and I like to do 10,000 steps. Otherwise, mm, my muscles and joints just tighten up. Last, last week and a half or so, I realized, mm, can't, can't do without this because the headaches are back, the back aches are back. I did not sleep well one night. I mean, I always sleep well. That's just craziness. Well, what's my greatest reward? Keep my body moving, and I feel good. That's a pretty phenomenal reward for me. So when your three R's are all in alignment, your, your requirement, the reward and the return when they're all in alignment, we're actually going to maximize our energy and our effort. We're going to maximize our energy and our effort so that they're all working together toward our goal. You know, that justifies our priorities. Right? When we have that justification or that why, when we believe in it, that is going to get it done every day. There's nothing I'm going to do. I'm not going to go to bed without getting some exercise. I'm not going to go to bed without prepping some food. So it's ready in the morning to avoid the chaos of a morning. That's justifying my priorities don't expect yourself to be perfect. Don't create that master list and think that you have to check it off every day and you have to add it to your calendar. I mean that's that's just stressful. That's going to create so much extra anxiety it's not even worth it. Instead, you know just kind of uh, expect yourself to be strategic. Be aligned. You'll live that full life then, right? Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for uh, helping me think differently. And we will see you next week where we dive into a a new topic.